Wings Things Podcast. I want to do something on this one that I, this is like my, uh, this is like my starter conversation question, but nobody ever like buys into it. Yeah. So I want to have a real discussion about it. I've got Riggs here from Kiss FM. Yeah. I've got Elizabeth K from 99.1 The Mix. Yeah. So we've got our three stations here. Yeah. And Represent. if anybody walks by the thing right now, they're going to be like, what the hell? Rumors. Three morning shows. As one. <laughs> is this going to be the new morning show? Who knows? No. Yeah. So here's my no. question. And no. I base this off of, did you guys ever see the TV show Revolution? No. No. Nope. Did you ever hear of it? No. Nope. You prepped real well, real good for this interview. Well, tell me about it. What's All the, I need what's to tell you is the premise. Yep. Yeah. All I need tell to tell you the premise. premise. Tell me the premise. Because the premise, I think, was better than the actual show. Sure. So it was on NBC maybe five years ago, and the premise was, all the power is out. One day, everyone's strumming along. Yeah. All the power goes out. Your cars don't work either. Phones don't work. Yeah. Internet doesn't work. It's basically like 1860. And then the show picks up 15 years later to show you what the world's like. And within days, people killed each other to get food. Sure. And now you have the, the United States of America was separated into five different lands. Wow. Oh, like the Hunger Games type thing? Like districts? Kind of like the Hunger Games. That's terrifying. And I was having a talk with my barber the other day. And I was glad he bit on this and he went into this conversation because I think that if all the power went out right now, and I say this because we're too invested into electronics. Oh, absolutely. We were talking this morning how the Wi-Fi went out in the studio and I was losing my mind over it because I was in the middle of a Facebook video I was supposed to post. You ever been somewhere and they don't have Wi-Fi? You're like, what year is this? You know What What type of... Stone Age business am I visiting? But Riggs, no Wi-Fi? Don't you feel like when you go to those places, it's kind of cool? Because you're like, oh, okay, I don't have Wi-Fi. I, I can connect now with this person. But after no. an hour, no, but after an hour, well, you guys not you use data? data? But after an hour, you're sick of it. That and I've seen restaurants that try to do the cheeky thing like, no, we don't have Wi-Fi. Try talking to each other. Shut up. Give me your Wi-Fi password. You're the person that has no phone weekends with your wife. I know we do. You so, do? Look, at he's talking this big game. I'm trying game. to take a different role for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? What is what about? You really do that? No phones? I'm what? No phones on the weekend? I try to. My wife can't do it. I'm honestly, if I had to do no phone, I would be okay. If the power went out, if we lost all power, I honestly think I would be I would be terrified because of other people coming after me, and there wouldn't be any way to contact the police if something happened. There wouldn't be any way to contact your family unless you physically walk there, like the Oregon Trail. But I would be okay without having con- constant contact with everybody. I would like not I'm- be okay. If all the power went I would, out yeah, I would, I would, right I would, now. I would not be okay. So let's play through this. It all goes out right this second. While we're, okay. There's no power. There's no phones. There's no cars. The podcast would be over, Bart. So I think what we would do initially, and now if we'd probably try to get home somehow, right? Yeah. We don't know how we're going to get in contact with our spouses. That'd be well, it's the daylight. biggest number it's one. Daylight. So we it's have that, daylight, so we have that sure. advantage that we sure. could start walking home. After a couple hours, yeah, because we're not going to know what's going on. So after a couple hours, we realize this is a permanent thing. Yeah. I think, I think by... What time is it right now? 11.30? I think by nightfall, it's pure chaos. I think so, too. I think there's murders. I think there's killing. I think people take over homes. I think for a while, the plan would be, let's band together as neighborhoods. Maybe our little intercom here would all band together, and this would be our fort. But I think within 
hours we'd turn on each other. Well, you know, thank God is... I have my concealed carry because we've got, we've got guns at the house. I was going to say, who's we... going to be the first person for the gun people? I told you not to take my guns. I told you. You guys, I, I, told could, you. I could tell you where the gun is now. Yeah. But I'm not going to. See, well, okay, I don't have a gun. <laughs> I don't have a gun either. I so you can come and come to my house and just you, beat if, me up. If you are going that dark route, that it's I sleep just, with a pocket knife next just, to my bed. Is yeah, it the one you just, got for Christmas when you were a kid? Yeah. yeah. Is no, it one of those? You, you would have a way to protect yourself because you have guns, right? Yes, but what I would say to you is if we're if we're doing real talk and not the land of make believe, that would be my first thought, especially as a woman. I'd feel really vulnerable. So sure. I would immediately want to have some kind of protection. But I'd also want to know where my family is, and that's nerve-wracking because they live all over the place. Can I ask how many guns you have in your house, Elizabeth? Do you I don't know? know if I should answer that. Well, that, give me a ballpark. That's more give than a, three. Give a, yeah. That's three <laughs> to ten. My husband is a hunter. Is it my more son, than three? My son hunts. They grew up in the country. Is it more than three? Oh, yeah. It's like eight. Is it more than five? My let's, guess let's is Let's just eight. say we have relatives with secret rooms that you can't find where they are. You have an art. You have like an artillery? I'm no, not no, answering no. these questions. Why not? Because they're not my guns to answer about. So how many? How many? Are, do you have that you're responsible? <laughs> they're for? not my guns to tell. How I many have, do you have? I have one. You have one for I you one that you're for responsible me. for. Yes. Okay. The other ones I don't. Have. You keep it loaded. Yes. Why are you uncomfortable answering that? I'm wondering. Because there are certain signs at certain places where you can't bring guns into. Right. But here's my question. Do you have it on you right now? Here's my question about that fact. Do you bring it to work? Here's my question. It's in the building? Here's, yeah. She has it on her right now. She's pointing it at me. Here's my question. Here's my question. It is not, yeah. it is not, it is not in Don't the Don't finger point at me. I'm all jittery right now. No, no, no. Here, here is, here's my question, though. When there are certain places that have signs up that say, and I'm not trying to get political here about, you know, right to bear arms and all that. I'm just, right. general question. If there is a sign that says, you can't bring a gun to XYZ. Yeah. Let's say you are at XYZ location mm-hmm. and someone else who's a little nutty and not stable does have a gun, wants to do something crazy with mm-hmm. a gun. If all of the concealed carry people didn't bring guns in because of a sign, yet they could have protected you, don't you wish they would have just gone ahead and brought in their weapon, the no. responsible ones? It's my time to go. That's the way I honestly well, think yeah, about it. Yeah, it would be. Oh, if you're if, saying if, something happened if to I you. Don't ha- I don't have a gun. If somebody walked in with a gun and shot me in the face, it's my time to go. You know what? I, I worry about that all the time. No, I, b- I believe that. Really? Briggs, I'm with you on that. I believe that. But yeah. my point is, if when, I can't you, when, you, myself, when I can't. you ask where there's questions of if I have a gun or if I don't have a gun, I don't want to mm. answer that because there's all these signs, yet there are people that believe, right. hey, I'd rather be able to protect other people and myself than not but because there was a sign. And if we're circling back to Bart's point about this whole if the power went out, that would be one of the first things that people would reach for. Would be their guns, their ammunition. Obviously, that that whoever those... ha- whoever has the most guns is in charge. Not in charge, but you're certainly more you're safe. Apt to pr- you're safer. I'm I not think. safe. Yeah, I, I wish there that. were no guns in the world. In the world, yeah. Okay, I wish there another, was not. That's another podcast for one another single gun. Bart, there. That's a totally different podcast because yeah. it go it goes even further to well, what what's going on for people that are suffering with mental health that aren't getting the help that they need, which is causing them to resort to. Doing violent acts. Those are the people that are going to rule the, the world when the power oh, goes out. I feel I've like- had, I want to do a gun podcast and I want to do it with a listener because every time I post about guns, like on Twitter, they go off. They, yeah, they get really Don't mad. Don't take my Second Amendment. And, that one. and I, but I feel like anytime, if I brought one in to do a podcast, it would just be him or her re- 
re-saying things that like, oh, oh, this many guns percentage. Well, okay, that's something you saw on Fox. And then I'd say, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, that's something I saw on well, MSNBC. And, and Bart, let's be clear. What we've talked about here now already is going to upset people and get people angry. And and I was not someone that was ever oh, raised around guns. Uh, you've people, lost like six subscribers already to this podcast. I don't, nobody subscribes to this. So, <laughs> so nobody's a, listening to this. This no, ain't but, no Fifty Shades of K, man. <laughs> no. uh, that's my podcast. You should check it out. Out, you 50 should. Shades of K. But what I was going to say is, I was never raised around guns. They actually scared me a lot. You and weren't I, raised around. I thought your nope, dad was. Nope, nope. No, my dad's never hunted. I don't think my dad. I thought your dad was half gun. Nope. I don't think my dad's even <laughs> shot a gun. It my, wasn't until my dad was born Smith and Wesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's part gun. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't until it wasn't until I met my husband, who's from the country and grew up on a farm and has the country lifestyle, that I was around all of this. That I kind of opened my eyes a little bit more to. Okay. The more you know about it, the less scary everything is. So you've only educated yourself on guns and gun culture over the past seven years, roughly? Last... Uh, five. Five? Five years. Okay. Well, there you go. And it's a great way to let off some steam. Sure. If you go to do some target practice and do some shooting. But I'm not as knowledgeable as you would maybe think. I just know what I'm comfortable with. Right. And when we went to pick out a gun that I would have with my concealed carry, I was very adamant that it had to be something that I could actually handle. As much as my husband's like, you need this one, you need that one. No, I've got to be able to handle it. And the other part of it is doing this job and being a public figure and being a woman, there are crazies out there. I've been followed home. I've had people break into a radio station just to talk to me. Like, this is stuff that gets me a little freaked out. So now I feel protected because I may or may not have a weapon on me. Can I say something piggish right now? (laughs) Do you think the women that are not attractive feel less threatened? Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm saying right now, like, honestly, to you, like, you're an, you're an attractive woman, right? I mean, you're good Riggs. looking. Like, do you think that someone who's, like, a good looking woman yes, I think, feels less threatened? <laughs> no, I think that, I think women. Elizabeth, do you think ugly people have problems? That's the question. <laughs> I cannot believe this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you can't stop crazy, you no, just you can't. can't. No. And crazy's going to do whatever crazy's going to do. Hmm. So it doesn't matter what your race is, what you look like, how much money you have, what your job is. No, not at all. It yeah. doesn't matter at all. They're going to come after somebody. Regardless. Now they've stopped listening because of rigs. Yeah. If you had anybody subscribing. Well, gonna, well I'm going after people that are vulnerable are going to be the most apt to be taken out in this scenario that Bart has painted. Where yeah, we don't Bart, have you anything. started this mess. Yeah, Bart. Oh, I don't care if we don't go back to that. This is more... Interesting. <laughs> so many tangents. I, I want to know how ugly people are going to defend themselves. I don't think they wow. can. Wow. Bart, well, how will you defend yourself? Yeah, how will you, Bart? We just called you ugly, by the way. <laughs> well, okay. If, if I think this scenario, if all the power went out scenario would be different if I was with my wife or if not. How do you figure? So if all the power goes no, out I, I know exactly and what I'm you're with saying. my wife, yes. the whole motive is surviving in my house. How are we going to survive? Yeah, and protecting, protecting her. Yeah. And protecting, protecting her. her. Yeah. And I don't know how we would, I mean, the neighborhood might band together. I think you would have little tribes yeah. emerge sure. looking out for each other. But if I my was My tribe separated, would be named the Shaw because I'm out in Waukesha. What's your tribe name? Uh, Franklin. <laughs> we're just doing where we live. No, the Shaw is a nickname. Do they call it that? The Shaw. I call yeah. it Frank Vegas. We'll call us the Franks, the Dirty Franks. But if I was separated from my wife, that would be my only goal. And we've said, because I've, be I've presented this to her. I've said, what if the power goes out? We'll meet at the house. How is she going to get to the house? 
How am I going to get to the house? You got you, feet. You walk, man. It's daytime right now. Yeah, but in this scenario, everything's already going crazy. You're going to die. Yeah. She'll get killed for food and money. Will money even mean anything? No. Will you even have any money? money no. All our nothing. money's on phones and you're gonna have cards. To, no, you're going to have to be on like a trade and barter system. You're going to set up a... What goods do I have? No, here's what you're going to do. You're gonna 1991 Donruss baseball cards? You're going to yes. set up a gerbil wheel, and that's how you're going to get your power, and that's going to be your currency. Mm, and I so like you're, gerbil wheel. So you're going to be able to somehow down the road... No, bikes would work. Bitcoins, bro. Bitcoins. All, see, don't... I just fear Cryptocurrency. that... I fear that this is a real problem. If you're a terrorist or like a Dr. Evil, why would you not take out America's power and let it ruin into chaos? Wow, this just gave a lot of people some ideas. Why wouldn't you take out anybody's power? These are the things I think about. You could cripple any country anywhere with an EMP. I know. That's going to happen in our lifetime. I'm telling you right now. It absolutely will. You're an alarmist. No way. Are you someone that has... He's a conspiracy theorist. Well, he's a conspiracy theorist. Oh, I am not. Are you also a doomsday prepper? I would if I had more money. I would. I would would make a shelter. You know they have conventions for those? Yes. For preppers? They have prepper conventions where people meet and they convene and they have like different bunkers, things that they purchase. I don't rationalize fear right. I think that like someone driving a van on a street is more likely to happen to me even though I drive home with my phone in my eyes driving, I don't look at the road. Yeah. So I don't rationalize fear well. I fear like I will be shot one day. <laughs> that's no way to Jeez. live. That's a terrible I way was, to live. I was so, at, so you're someone that's living on the defensive. 2002, I was at a hotel, all right, and there was a shooting there. There was a random shooting. A drug deal went wrong, yeah. and then the guy started popping people in the hallway. You they, were there for this? Yes, we were on floor one and two. My family with a soccer team for a tournament, and this happened on floor three. Jeez. So I got. Where were you staying? I got a. I don't want to say that because my uncle runs the property of the hotel. So I got a knock on my door at like five thirty. <laughs> yeah. You can look it up. I'm quoted in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Ooh. A 2002. Uh, it was in Oak Creek. Yeah. So oh, I know guess. exactly what hotel you were at because we had just had our company Christmas party there. Really? Right before that. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. I know the hotel you're talking about. Yeah, so the SWAT team. Not I far gotta... from Riggs's house. Oh, my God. I want to know about this, this now. This was 2002. I was at the Comfort Suites. Yes. That's where we had the party. Your uncle runs it? It's a Wisco Hotel group, and my uncle has like a 15-chain Yeah. Hotel. They're going to love this publicity on the podca- podcast right hey, now. It happened. You can't change history. No, it, it happened. I mean, it happened. Okay, so get back. WiscoHotels.com. I mean, I'm sure when you try to enroll in Columbine High School, they're like, hey, you know, back in the day, you should know about this. Something happened. I suppose we can't erase the past. You can't in any situation. And there's those buildings are still going to be around. So I woke up people with a... People still yeah. going to park, park Guy, high school. People and, are still going to these places. And because life people does... People still go to Azana's salon. Okay, life, that's the problem. We're driving on, around town... And I pick up my wife in Brookfield somewhere. Oh, that's the, oh, nonchalantly, that's the place where there was a shooting. Yeah. I mean, that's the world now. Yeah. But we're not talking about shootings, Barb. We're talking about power going out. Let's get back to the power. The guy, (laughs) the the SWAT team barreled into my room. So this is why you're afraid that all the power is going to go out, because here you were in a situation where you had power and you still felt vulnerable, alone, and afraid. Yeah. 
That's a very valiant like effort at tying it back together. I feel like somehow this is turning into a therapy session for Bart. It really Bart. is. Bart, you don't need to be so Bart, scared. My you, whole radio show is that. Yeah, it is. Bart, you're talking to someone. I can't speak for Riggs, but... Well, you can. Go ahead. Okay. You can speak for me. You're talking to two people that refuse to live in fear. I will not live in fear. I yeah. will not let the bad people win. I'm with I'm with Riggs, too, where if it's my time, it's my time. My husband will have a great life insurance policy that he can take advantage of. My wife's not getting jack. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Or, it's like, you'll get a year's salary. Good luck with that. <laughs> no, but I, because you, you can't, you can't. I'll buy the groceries for in, a month. Yeah. You can't live in fear. And I hope no. that's, that you're not living like that. You need to still go out and do things and meet people and ex- have experiences because what kind of life is that if you don't? Bart? The terrorist win, Bart, if you do that. I don't like how we're positioned physically right now. I feel like it's two on one. Well, it is two on one. Because I'm over here and you two are over well, there. Well, you're also the one that's afraid of everything, and we're the ones telling you it's going to be okay. I just I try to present this power going out scenario as yeah. like small talk. Yeah. And <laughs> nobody will really fully go there with me. We've totally gone there. We're we have about. gone there with we you. We haven't Bart. even gotten to the nighttime yet. We've went on eight different okay, tangents. So, oh, I didn't realize there was a schedule. Okay. All right. All right so the day. So here's Dawn. what here's what I would say. <laughs> I would leave. I would leave you to the power this. goes out right now. What do we do? Okay. And we know it's never coming back on. All right. Said, and our cars home. don't work. We said we went home and now we're on the nighttime thing, right? So now it's yeah. Nighttime. Our cars don't work. Okay. So now, now we're at home. Now okay. it's nighttime. Uh-huh. But it's, and, and my husband works two miles from home. So yeah. he would be home at the house. If my husband was there, we would probably make our way over to the relatives that have the bison farm because they're a fully functioned farm. So we could get food. We may have other supplies there that would be necessary. Going back to the Oregon Trail, yeah. we'd have ammunition. We would have any other supplies. I mean, supplies you're way better need. off than me. They have, too, they yeah. have the, the property so big that my, my husband's got forts in there and stuff that we could we could hide out on this property in Oconomowoc, and that's probably where we would gather and go. And I imagine that's where the other family yeah. would go. That's great for my husband's side. I'd be worried about my family that live in Grafton and Bayview. Yeah, you'll never see him again. And Lake Mills. Yeah, I would probably. I would go, send a hawk, a raven, a Game hawk. of Thrones. I'd send yeah. a raven. Okay. I would probably go to my neighbor's house because they're old and I could overtake them very easily. Oh, so it's already started looting. And I would already. I would not loot, but I would very politely kind of shove myself into their house. I'm sure they have many supplies. They're old. They probably stockpile things. I'm sure they have access to guns if we needed them. And I would try to you know buddy myself in. And if I had to, I would you know tie them up. I would do whatever means necessary to have survival for myself and my wife. But if you think if it's my time, it's my time, yeah. why are you so eager to survive now? Because he's not just going to throw his hands up and yeah, have I'm, the white flag. Yeah, I'm not just going to wave a flag. I mean, I'm going to fight for my life. But if something happens and Bart walks in with his shotgun and goes, give me all your food no, and money. No, Bart won't have right. the shotgun, remember? Well, I'm talking about a different Bart. Yeah, Bart. Bart, Bart has snapped. Bart Johnson. Bart <laughs> Johnson. Bart Johnson BJ. comes in. He's a BJ. He comes in. He's like, hey, give me your stuff. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to give you my stuff. Fuck you. And he's like, no, I got a gun. Boom. My time. My time. But I would try to fight, though. Don't you? I mean, by the end of the night, I think there would be, be exhausting, dude. wars in the town. Not probably. I'd be the sleeping, city would be crumbled. I'd be sleeping in the middle of a farm field in Oconomowoc. Not far from J.J. Watt's house. I don't know if you would even get there. Just you have to there. walk or take a bike. Yeah, we would walk. We cars would... are done in this scenario. No, There's no we... cars. Wait, that that's not uh, realistic, Bart. Uh, the show Revolution was on NBC. So yeah, a like car to... wouldn't work if, if cars EM, don't work. If there was an EMP that went off on the, uh, the, if it has the gasoline in it, pulse, cars it don't work. The battery. You need electricity to start a car. Cars don't work. Now it's what still, do you do? Yeah, bicycle.
Horses. I fucking hate horses. Why? <laughs> horses powered this nation for centuries. Because I hate horse racing. Well, I, everybody so hates horse racing. So you're not a fan of the Derby. And one time I saw a horse video, if you know what I mean. Oh, one of those where they're doing the, the lady? Yeah. Oh, God. One and of then those. it goes like through her. Oh, God. But if there was a horse that, that showed you up. you see that one? No, Bart can't say I looked that one up. It's on no. my phone. I'll why show would, you. Why, <laughs> no, I would totally, I would find a way to use a horse or some sort of meat. We're going to find a horse. I don't know. I'd find one. Again, that's why I'm headed to the farm. She'd be all right. She's got bison and shit on her farm. If you get there. Yeah. We'll get there. So you're we telling we, me. We don't right, live far like, from there. We'll get there. Are you she's telling her, me right now nobody worries about all the power in the world randomly no, going off? Bar, no, back to what we were saying. Shoot. We're not someone that, li- I don't live in fear like that. No. If but I did, a, my anxiety would be so high, I'd, I'd be a lunatic. I mean, it's a fun scenario to surmise, but I'm not worried about it. <laughs> you're not even worried in make-believe. No. <laughs> That's really disappointing. <laughs> Can I ask you guys one neighbor thing before yes we stop yeah because you said your neighbors were old so i was thinking of this people I think, across the street yeah i think my neighbor died really i don't know how do you we'll think go knock on the door died? and is the guy that i never met dead the other night there was ambulance and fire trucks and cop cars like all night and i haven't seen him since and he's usually outside sawing wood Maybe he's done sawing wood. Do you know other neighbors? Can you ask them? Or there has to be some place you can call if you yeah. want to know if there was a death. Can't you call the coroner's office? Or is my neighbor dead? Dot com. And if it's not a website, you should make it a website. Yes. I like that. <laughs> yes, but you can't access it when we lose all power. So if you want to know what happened to your family members, that will be obsolete. Curse you! If my is my neighbor dead? Dot com. Well, I always say you're not dead until it's on Facebook. Once True. someone posts on Facebook, then you're really dead. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be Facebook official. It's got to be one thing in your scenario. The power going out is my Internet browser history cleared. That's one of the advantages. No, It doesn't matter. We already know you saw the horse video. Yes. Damn it. Yeah. I mean, it goes right like Damn. it splinters her. Yeah. Equestrian porn. We get it. Yeah. We Jeez. get it. You're into it. We get it. Guys, thanks so much. I'll look to you for protection. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, we look, Bart. We look forward to what comforting you. What are you talking you. about? You look to me for protection. This guy doesn't have the protection. We look forward to comforting you in moments of fear. Thank you so much. Hug it out. Riggs and Elizabeth Kay, uh, thank you for their time. Elizabeth uh, works with producer Dave, who's been on the show. What's going on? 99 won the mix. Dave, what the fuck did you do this weekend? I had a fucking blast, man. That's what I did. Here's all I know about your weekend all so right. far. Yeah, what, what, have you, what have you been told? That you went to a bed and breakfast. Yep. And you did a Southern character the whole time. Yes. And I saw Snapchats from you over the weekend where you're like, howdy y'all, I'm here at this bed and breakfast. All right. So yeah. So uh, my girlfriend and I went up to the New Glarus area and uh, we stayed at a bed and breakfast for a day and we decided, I mean, why not? We're actors. You know, I'm an actor. And uh, I decided that I wanted to be Southern because no one knows me there, and why not? It's a good, it's a good test for myself to see if people will believe me. I've done it before. When I went to the Dells one time with my girlfriend and a couple of our friends, we pretended to be Australian the whole time, and uh, we were at the water park, we were at the wilderness, and like we were known as the Australian people at you the wilderness. You don't even look Australian. What do you mean look Australian? This is like the best water park I've ever seen. I've never seen water slides this large, like 
in Australia, we don't have we don't have slides like this. And then people would turn around and look at us and be like, "Oh, you've not, this is Wisconsin Dells is the water park capital of the world. Like this is <laughs> this is the best place to be." And we're like, "Norway." And we had our own shuttle driver, Don, who like drove us around. He gave us his phone number, drove us everywhere. It was great. But that was in the Dells. So in a so you've done this exercise before. See, yeah, I'm fascinated by it, Dave, because I don't even like talking to bank tellers but in my I mean, normal voice. You talk for your career. It's different, Dave. I guess. Talking behind a microphone yeah. to the masses. If I'm in front of like 100 people and I have to talk, it's like, eh, but if then if you put a microphone in my hand, I'm like, all right, it's showtime. So I go through you got the, that. You got that entertainer mentality. I go through the wall, yeah. I feel you. So yeah, so this weekend, though... Up in New Glarus, it was it was fascinating because first of all, I learned that I'm I'm never gonna actually be able to live like in the country or like in the in the deep south out of the mix of everything because there's no data. My phone lost data. Like I, I you had to drive 25 minutes to get to a Piggly Wiggly to go get. Where were you, New Glarus? Yeah, in the New Glarus area out there. So we went to the brewery also, which was great. Wait, wait, wait. So at the bed and breakfast, I'm the checker inner guy. Yeah. Be your character. So, hey hi, there. nice to see you. Hey there, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? Would you like a room? Yeah, we have this room, uh, we got this gift card, and so we gave him our gift card, and he was like, alright. You know, he's a really nice guy, uh, you know, he lives there with his wife, and they've been doing this for, t- like, you know, over 15 oh, years or so. God, and then <laughs> you went to a bed and breakfast, the worst possible place to ever be. I was fascinated. Be. I didn't know what to expect, man. I don't, I've never... Have you ever like, been to one? No. And it's all a I, house. It's some guy's yeah, house. Because all, all I know the bed and breakfast And then they make from, dinner and you all sit together? Did you do that? No. The episode of Even Stevens where Lewis hosts a bed and breakfast and they host it at their house. That's all I was expecting. But some people were telling me like maybe it's going to be like a hotel with like a lobby and like a like a continental breakfast. And I was like, oh, okay. We get that. You know, it's a really hey, nice hey, house. Hey, How hot was Ren? Oh, man. Christy Carlson Romano. Yeah, I know her name. Even Steven's great show. I had a friend that looked like her, and I was like... Oh, yeah? Did you tell her that you had a crush on her? Uh, she knew, but she didn't know the Even Steven's connection. <laughs> I have a crush on your fictitious character that you don't even play, but you look like her, so that's why I'm going to have a crush on you. So you're at this so, yeah, we're here bed in hell place. And uh, we go to dinner in New Gla- like in downtown New Glarus at this great steakhouse. Ooh, it was delicious. And... Uh, I got a filet, but we order a meal and stuff, and I order a whiskey cranberry. I'm like, hey, hey, can I get a, a whiskey cranberry, please? My drink of choice. And she, of course, immediately goes, uh, do we even have cranberry juice? Like, screams it to the bar. And they're like, yeah. She's like, all right. She's like, you sure you want that? I was like, oh, yeah, it's delicious. And it was great. She, be- You know, of course she believed us. No one questioned us. And maybe they didn't believe us. I guess I don't really know. Like, why would anyone question if they don't know me? Why would they question what I'm doing, like, who knows? Yeah, you're the only one that knows it's a ruse. At one point in dinner, she did ask, she goes, all right, so I got to ask, where are you guys from? And we were from, uh, we were from Prattville, Alabama. So I said, Alabama. What's the zip code? I don't know. Dave. They, see, if they would have asked us that, that would have been the, the kicker. Jeez, but my, girl, my girlfriend knows enough about Alabama, because she's lived in the South, she's lived all over, so like, she was like, you know, Prattville is right outside of Montgomery, and that was like all we had to say, and people would be like, oh, okay, it's a, it's a small city. And but she the waitress was so funny because my 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 southern voice is I'll admit it's kind of cartoony like I feel like it's kind of like charactery but I feel like that's well, kind of that's like, exactly what it is right and my girlfriend is kind of more proper like she's more of like a, a proper southern when she talks in her southern and she's great at dialects 
And she was like, so where are you guys from? We were like, Alabama. And she was like, your accent's a little bit stronger. And I was like, yeah, she's been living here a little bit longer. So uh, she's gotten used to the accent a little bit better. I'm trying. I'm trying my best, though. <laughs> it was great. Like, it was, I mean, it was fun because we were ourselves. We just happened to have an accent. Like, we enjoyed the food just like I would have enjoyed the food. I didn't it either, seems like, like a real twisted game of role well, play the to next keep morning sparks at bre- alive in the bedroom, The Dave. next morning at bed and breakfast, one of the guys, because there was you know, about like five of us, six of us at breakfast the next morning, one of the guys asked me, he was like, after we told him we were from Alabama, he was like, yeah, I thought I heard an accent. And he was like, so I got to ask. I mean, this has got to be the question, Alabama or Auburn. And I kind of looked at him, I shook my head, <laughs> I was like, always Alabama, baby. Roll Tide. <laughs> I don't. I don't cheer for either of them. I don't care. I don't. I don't know where Auburn is. I don't know the city Auburn's in. But I, is is Auburn the city? Like Auburn. I Alabama? think Auburn is a city in Alabama. See, I I know that like the University of Alabama is Tuscaloosa. So if he would have asked me a question, I'd been like, oh yeah, going to Tuscaloosa for games is great. But if you would have asked me a question about Auburn, I'd been like, yeah, going to the the stadium is great. <laughs> so you know, I had to be able to keep. My I love eye. rooting on the Auburn burners. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was it was quite the experience. It was real fun. Then we went to the New Glarus Brewery and stayed southern. Yeah, we tasted beers. Walked. I mean, we didn't really interact with people there, so it was it's your own thing. Is so. it like fun, or do you, would you wait for it to be over? Is it fun? It's it's a self tour. You just walk. No, in. I mean the southern experience. Oh, uh, yeah, it was fun. I mean, are you thinking I guess, what I guess the hell are we doing? It, like, I wish maybe. We wouldn't have been Southern the whole time because I could have like had probably more conversation and real conversation with the people at breakfast and not like had to stick to the story about not like they were talking about the Packers and stuff. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm a Packer fan, too. And, you know, what? like I talked about how Aaron Rodgers had just, you know, bought the minority stake. I was like, I heard that uh, Rodgers had just bought that minority stake in the Bucks. Uh, what do you guys think about that? <laughs> <laughs> so like, like I wanted to be a part of the conversation, so I guess I regret that part. Boy, this guy knows a lot about Wisconsin sports for being from Alabama. Well, our story was that my girlfriend's brother was uh, just got engaged. And was what Matthew Delavadova? No. <laughs> yeah, scoring scoring buckets at the buzzer at the first quarter, being the best player for a minute in Milwaukee, and then everyone forgets about him again. But yeah, it was it was a good time. Our story was oh, our story was that my girlfriend's brother had just gotten engaged, and she lived around the Madison area. So it was because it was kind of by the Madison area too. It was fun. It was a good time. I'm I'm sure now maybe they're listening to this podcast and they caught me. Ah! <laughs> why is everyone, everyone that's been on here today assumes people listen to this? I don't know why. All right, just because you're you're like a cool guy. I would listen to it. Well, you're on half of them. Well, that's why I like listening to them. You Dish should listen to the podcast. You gotta listen to episode three. What's episode three? I did it with uh, BK. Oh, you told me about that one. Yeah, I got to listen to that one. Yeah, so I did 50 minutes with uh, Brian Kelly, and we talked music programming. Music programming. Because I used to do that. See, that's fascinating to me that you used to do that. Because I, I work on a music station. Uh, the station I, I was even, just like the mix. I don't even know how to like program the music. I just worry about the talking in the beginning and you know producing our stuff and editing our audio and making sure we got cool Facebook posts. I don't know how to program the music. Well, it's good to have that knowledge. Yeah, I bet. All right, let me let me ask you a question: Are the Bucks are the Bucks making it out of the first round? Uh, well, the problem is I don't know when this posted, so I don't know what even year it is right now. Uh, I think they will. If we're talking 2018 Bucks Celtics, I'm worried about Game Six. Yes, 2018 Bucks Celtics. Because Thank you. I think if the Bucks, I think if the Bucks 
I think they're going to think, well, we're at home, so we'll win. And I don't want them to do that. I don't think, I mean. They but got, I do think if they win six, I think they're going to go win seven. Yeah, I think so too. And I, you got to look at this. Like, we're playing pretty bad. Like, pretty bad basketball. And we still only lost by five yesterday. And not to say that that shot clock violation thing that never was called was the was the bane of the loss, you know. But, like, we're pretty into the game. Not playing well. Giannis shot the ball ten times. That should never happen. So, look at, like, you got to have a positive outlook on it. And I feel like if we get out of the first round, we can beat the Sixers. I no, think, fuck no. I think that Babe, we can. get that. Shut up. I think we can, man. No chance. I think we can. I think now that Jabari's finally going, I think he's going to play massive minutes with Giannis and Middleton. Bledsoe is going to find his rhythm eventually. He's still scoring, you know, getting third leading scorer on the team, being miserable as everyone says and everyone wants to bench him in Milwaukee when like three weeks ago it was the bled show everyone loved him so let me ask you what I asked Riggs and Elizabeth all right if you ever see the show revolution on NBC where the like the end of the world and the lights yes I love that show me too great show they never heard of it they're, yeah, because they don't watch TV. If I, you know how many times I try talking to them about TV shows? Go for if it. If all the power in the world went out right now, and we're talking cars just like the show, how long before we go into mass chaos? Like seven hours. Yeah. Yes, the world is run on technology right now. No one. No, I should have had you on in the beginning. I'm talking to Riggs, he's making jokes about ugly people. Elizabeth's talking about how she has like 40 guns in her house. Dude, she's got, like, guns in her house, like a lot of them. Hey, man, if you're responsible, do what you want. Yeah, 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 no, that's fine. Uh, I have a gun, too. Don't come after my house. (laughs) (laughs) Bart. Would you even know how to use a gun? No. Neither would I. I don't like guns. I I wish they didn't exist. I I agree. But, hey, to each his own. Because I think what happened was we'd be like, all right, we can do this together, and then... By the end of the night. I did shoot a crossbow one time, and it was awesome. It was so cool. Bullseye, baby. I felt really cool. I felt I just, like I Arrow. don't feel like I got where I wanted to get. I feel like when I try to present this scenario, people don't really want to go all the way there with me. I really want to know what the world would be like without power. And I think that it would be mass chaos. I truly do. Because, and not even like because people are like, oh, there's no rules. I can do whatever I want. It's going to be like, oh, I don't have my phone. What's going on? I can't figure out what's going on. I can't communicate with you all the way over here. Why? I think the time from realizing we're screwed to killing someone to survive is as short as it's ever been. Maybe in the 80s we would have hung out for three days before we turned. But I think there would be just multiple mass killing situations. Oh, so you think it'd be like a purge situation? Yeah, yes. Do you like the purge? I never seen it. Oh, watch it. Great movies. Dave, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me on, man. You uh, got to come on my podcast sometime. Can Travis sign off or Trevor whoever the fuck you were? Travis? Yeah. Travis, yeah. Good talking to you, Bart. Thanks for having me on. I'll come join you anytime. Love you, man. Thanks, Dave.